The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm your host tonight, Nathaniel James. Uh, this week, um, unfortunately, due to an emergency, um, Kat's actually had an emergency to go to, so our thoughts were with, uh, with her. Uh, but this week, um, I'm joined by one of our um, normal uh, guys from the Niner Empire Germany, Michael Wandy, and uh, new to the show, joined by Florida Mike, who's from the Niner Empire Orlando chapter. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Okay, so guys, we had a uh, game last week, and what a game it was. Uh, we, we played the Jaguars, um, and we beat them 30 to 10. It was a good game. I mean, ha- guys, how was it for you? I, I mean, Mike, you were at the game. How, what, was, what was the atmosphere like? What was, you know, how, how was it? Yes, I, I was attendance at the game, so it was an amazing atmosphere. If you uh, guys go onto the Niner uh, chapter for the UK Facebook group, you can see a lot of the photos that I posted. So I would say 65% of the stadium was full of 49er fans. We actually out had more fans than Jacksonville in their stadium. <laughs> that, that was brilliant and everything. And Wandy, how did you find the game? What did you think? Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Um, the Niner Empire Germany Schleswig-Holstein chapter was all, also represented at the game. We had one member who were in Florida at this time uh, doing a vacation, and he uh, visited the game. Oh, excellent, excellent. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good good all-round game. Garoppolo had 16 for 22. Um, he had 176 yards with two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and with a passer rating of 126.3, whilst Lawrence had 16 for 25, 158 yards, Zero interceptions, zero touchdowns, and a passer rating of 81.8. So all round, it was quite a good game. Garoppolo, again, played very much how he played against the Rams, which was good. Um, And Samuel had an amazing game. He was eight for 79 yards. He averaged uh, 9.9 yards, and his longest was 25. Uh, And he had one touchdown. Um, And also, obviously, we we did see... um, George Kittle and he played um he, he had a touchdown as well so all round it was a really really good game um what for you, you know what do you guys think what was the highlights for you for you for the game from the game yeah I think uh the problem I have with this game was uh, Samuel had good rushing yards and he only got 15 uh receiving yards and he's our top receiver um but Ayuk had a nice game with uh, 85 yards and he had um he had some you know he had he had a touchdown in this game i believe as well which was quite a new thing for for him um and obviously we 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 had wilson back he had um he was 19 for 50 yards he averaged 2.6 yards he had a long of 11 um zero touchdowns but still you know it was quite a strong sort of game i was hoping there was a pass that you know, he had that opportunity where he could actually pass it and he was wide open. But again, Garoppolo, he's he's kind of, I kind of believe that he's at times, you kind of feel like he's, you know, he's playing, he is playing quite good football. But 
sometimes there's like that inconsistency and that inaccuracy. What do you guys think? I mean, what's your thoughts on on, on Garoppolo? Um, as far as just the last question, um, I was at the game. So to be honest, my assessment of the game probably is going to vary a little bit because when you're watching it live versus on TV, total different uh, reaction. But um, I'll say as far as the game goes with with overall, there were moments where I just kind of wondered why did Kyle Shanahan um, not effectively use his timeouts like before the half when we kicked the field goal and we obviously drove the ball. Um, we had a couple minutes, I believe, until halftime, and we got three instead of a potential seven to put more pressure on Jacksonville. Uh, but um, as far as Garoppolo goes, you're absolutely correct. The as as you've seen the first few games of the season, he was very shaky. You know, um, he had less than average performances, not really great. You know, he had some moments where he's played okay in some situations, like the Green Bay game, going on a final drive to give us an opportunity to win. But if you look at the the total of the season outside of these last few games, he's been pretty inconsistent. And, um, you know, that's the thing. If we can get the best Garoppolo to be consistent on a weekly basis, you know, I would I would prefer that as, as well as many Niner fans, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely in agreement. I think it's just that weekly thing and it's not really knowing what what kind of what we're going to get week to week. Um you just and, and that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's that that consistency. And I guess that's, you know, the reason that we're, you know, we're now five and five, where potentially we, we could have been, you know, we could have been a lot better. We could be, you know, we could be at least potentially we could be at least eight or nine games up in comparison to, you know, where, where we are and everything. So let, let's uh, call off some more of these stats. Sermon had uh, 10 for 32 yards. He averaged 3.2. He had a long of 12. Yushchek, um, uh, uh, he had one for seven yards. He averaged seven yards, had a long of seven, um, but zero touchdowns. Um, Kittle, as I mentioned, he had four for 34 yards. He averaged 8.5 yards. He had a long of 13 and he scored a touchdown. So it was good to kind of have him back and we obviously we, we we've missed him a lot haven't we if you look at kind of the, the the you know the total amount of sort of first downs we had 25 first downs <laughs> which and we had a possession time of 38 minutes over Jacksonville's 21 minutes so again it was really it was a it was a good game. It was a strong game, wasn't it? A strong performance. Jaguars sacked Garoppolo twice, but Warner led the team with seven tackles in the four in in the game, four solo and three assisted. The Niners sacked Lawrence three times, two sacks by Bosa, and one for Arden Key. So that 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 is a really you know good stat, isn't it? And it, it was good to see our our pass rush show up because we we've been talking about the inconsistency with our pass rush. What 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 do you think, guys? What what's your thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a whole inconsistency in the whole team. I mean, um, you just talked about Jimmy's inconsistency and it drops and falls with the O-line, for example. Every time the O-line is uh, working very good, uh, Jimmy performs. And when the O-line plays uh, shitty, uh, Jimmy doesn't perform and... Uh, on the other side, uh, you see it on the defense too. Uh, when the D line is uh, performing at its best, it doesn't matter who we have to, uh, back there as cornerback. But 
as soon as uh, the, the D line didn't, didn't perform, uh, you see that our back uh, field is really shitty at the moment. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And obviously, it was the it, Garoppolo is the highest rated quarterback um, in the league since week eight, which you know that's that says quite a lot, really. Um, he, he's obviously the first drive of the game resulted only in a field goal, um, which lasted thirteen minutes. Um, it's the longest drive since the 27th of November, 1997. Just going back to Jimmy, um, I read a stat that he is like literally, um, he's the only um, quarterback for us with a passer rating over four, uh, over 100. Um, this is the second time he's done it in his career. The only other 49ers quarterbacks to do that in a season was Steve Young, um, in, and he had six in 1994. Uh, also, in, and he had four in 1998, and then Joe Montana had four in 1983 and 1989. So, what do you, I mean, what, what's, as I say, that's quite a lot to kind of live up to in terms of how he's been doing. But how did, what do you guys think in terms of Debo? I mean, he was playing out of his socks, really. I mean, I, I, the, the way that he was rushing the, the the ball, absolutely brilliant. What are your thoughts? Um, I'll speak for me. Um, as far as Kyle Shanahan and San Francisco and Debo in general, I think I think we've had inconsistencies from the coaching standpoint, which trickles to the team. Of course, the coach is not going to play the plays that he calls. It's up to the players to execute. But there were a lot of games this year where we really didn't run the ball effectively as far as attempts. Um, we didn't go to George Kittle as far as attempts. If you look at the Philadelphia game as an example, I don't believe George Kittle got targeted often at all compared to, say, the Packers game. Huge difference in uh, targets. And I know Kyle Shanahan from watching his interviews directly. He's really big on matchups and schemes, which is understandable. But if you have an elite tight end like George Kittle, it's it's a question. It's a head scratcher to wonder why is he blocking more than getting targeted, especially when he's, to me, I believe he's the best tight end in, in the NFL. So, you know, I don't see the Chiefs using Kelsey to block more than, than get targets. So my biggest issue so far with this season um, is Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to start with the head coach. And, yes, players are inconsistent, absolutely. But it all starts with the coach, in my opinion. And if the coach puts them in a better position to succeed by going to his better players more consistently um, and running the ball more consistently like he has been doing, you know, whether it's Debo or not, I'm just glad that he's having a, a run attempt to put pressure on defenses with uh, the schemes he calls in the, in the zone reads. I think we'll be a better team, and that's why I think we're better. Um, you know, and part of that is due to injury, not to make excuses, but missing Jimmy Ward, as you guys can see from the Cardinals game, not having Jimmy Ward and having him is a huge difference. So uh, Jimmy Ward is a huge leader for us back in the secondary. So all of that combined in one is my humble opinion on why we struggled and why we're now playing better. I think the, everybody's been consistent across the board. Yeah, yeah. And I, I certainly agree with you there, Mike, because obviously looking at some of these other stats, um, turnovers, we had zero interceptions, zero fumbles lost. So it, it is when you talk about from a secondary perspective, you, you, you know, you are missing one of those key guys in our secondary, aren't you? So, um, yeah, it makes kind of that that difference in everything. But I mean, what about Brandon Ayuk? What do you guys think about Brandon Ayuk? That was the best game that he's played for us. He had a touchdown. He averaged 3.36 yards of separation. That's his best of the season. Do you think that the consistency will continue when, when we play um, Minnesota on Sunday? 
Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of things changed after the player only meeting uh, they had, and I think uh, we needed that. Um, I read in an article that uh, the the Niners have have a leader problem, and I think. Uh, that, that really is a problem we do have. Uh, we have no one who steps up and kicks the other players in the butt when they don't perform 100%. And we had that with Joe Staley, for example. And I think we uh, we see it uh, since Staley retired. Uh, there's a little uh, mentality problem. Uh, we have uh, the players who are physically able to do things, but... Uh, the mentality is uh, lacking sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah. And you feel it's a, um, from what you're saying, Wanda, you feel it's a kind of a down to discipline and just the fact that we haven't had those, you know, those key guys, those key kind of enthusiastic guys in the locker room and having that mentality where, you know, we're, we're in that situation where we're kind of winning games. Is that is that what you're sort of, kind of getting at yeah um, i think uh, mike uh, can say it much better because he's much closer than we we both are we we only see uh, the news from television and so on um mike what do you think do we have a leadership vacuum in the team yeah uh and, and you guys made great uh, at, uh points there by the way um when it comes to brendan Ayuk as an individual i i personally think what happened with him is he got out to a slow start due to having an injury during the preseason where he was not really able to participate. So you have um, injured reserve type receivers like Muhammad Sanu uh, getting more of the reps or uh, Trent Sherfield getting more of the reps. And Trent Sherfield is going to get more targets um, than Brendan Ayuk early on since Brendan Ayuk was getting up to speed by week one. So as the weeks evolve, I think that the trust factor, the chemistry, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's limited deep ball affected – Brandon Ayuk getting targeted. So as as Michael pointed out, once they had that meeting, I think they kind of squashed that because that's probably my perception. I don't know if that's true, but that's just how it looks uh, from the outside. And now I think once they had the meeting and they squashed a lot of those issues and say, hey, listen, just give me the damn ball and let me do what I do. Now we're starting to see Brandon Ayuk, they're, they're targeting him more. And I believe it will continue because um, it's, it's certainly been improved each week. So I'm looking forward to Brandon Ayuk having a good game going forward. Yeah, yeah. And it was positive. It was a positive game, wasn't it? I mean, we got to take into consideration it was a positive game. Warner led the team with seven tackles in, in the game, four solo and three assisted. Um, and obviously he, was, he, he sacked Lawrence three times. And then obviously we, we spoke about Bosa having two sacks and one for Arden Key. But Bosa, I mean, that, that was amazing. Ten, ten sacks for, for, for the season, um, a career best and tied fifth in the NFL. So certainly some real positives there um and obviously the run game has done a majority and i think that's that's the thing that we're kind of sort of seeing more and more in these games isn't it the fact that obviously we're seeing more of the it's initiating that run game straight away really isn't it trying and then obviously mixing it up and that's i think that was one thing that Shanahan mentioned last time round, wasn't it? In, in terms of last week's game, he'd rather run it forty times than not at all. And I think it, it was trying to make you know get that running game going. Um, obviously, we missed Mitchell, which obviously had an impact on you know some of the others. But what 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 do you guys think from a rushing perspective? Yeah, I think it's it's a problem when you're 
top receiver suddenly starts uh, being your rush, uh, rushing leader too. And uh, this, the problem I have with this is uh, if Debo gets injured while rushing and the risk getting injured in rushing is higher than uh, as wide receiver, um, we are losing our top receiver. And uh, why did we draft Sermon? Uh, and Wilson is back. Why is uh, Debo the rushing uh, leader? Um, I don't know. Only Shanahan can tell. Is, is this down to confidence? Is this down to the fact that obviously he, you know, he's supposed to be a high, highly rated running back, isn't he? It's it's really hard to to know what what's what's going on. And as Beto had mentioned a few weeks ago, I, I don't know if you guys heard the podcast. I mean, it was a few weeks ago now, but it was these late fifth round picks, the guys that we pick up in free agency. We we tend to find these real diamonds in the rough, don't we? And they tend to be amazing sort of think about like people like George Kittle um it just it, it, I can't work it out I really can't understand what what you know how it is that we're not transforming these early draft picks in order to get more um you know kind of stuff on the field um but Mike what's your thoughts with regards to, to that well um in terms of Debo Samuel running the ball if um you go back to his college days when he was at University of South Carolina especially his senior year he uh, actually contributed heavily to those type of plays, and that's how they utilize him. He's an athletic wide receiver who has the ability to not only catch but also present um, a threat to the defense by running the football. And the way Kyle Shanahan uses this offense, he kind of maximizes everybody's talent uh, to be a threat at all times. So sometimes Debo could be disguised as a running back, which allows Brandon Ayuk to get open, or they might give it to him, and it, it makes the defense have to kind of they, – they have to pick their poison. So – uh, while, you know, injuries are definitely part of the game, you know, um, I, I would just say as long as for me, as long as it's working, you know, um, despite how the stats look or despite the perception of injury, as long as we're winning, hey, everybody's fine. Right. We might not like the way we win. There's going to always be something we look at as fans and say, hey, why are you doing this? But if it's working, you know, hey, I, I'm I'm OK as long as we're winning. But if it was backfiring and and if it was showing Debo getting hurt tons of times or it just wasn't effective, then I would have a lot more issues with it. But for now, I'm okay with it as long as it's, it's helping our team win. <laughs> okay, yeah, brilliant. Okay, well, we'll we'll, um, we'll turn to some of the questions now from the group. Um, Gareth Smith um, asks, uh, do the panels think we'll stick with using kind of that wide receiving, um, heavily for formatted game? Um, in, or do we think that we're going to have more of a running game? When I mean, obviously, we really did miss Mitchell, didn't we, when he was away? But obviously, are we going to be? What, what's 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 your views? Do you think it's going to be more that we'll be focusing on the wide receiving acts aspect, or do you think it's going to be we're going to very much return to the running game and relying on on uh, Mitchell? I think that question is perfect for the last point we had. Um... Yeah, I think, uh, like Mike says, I, I know Samuel uh, did the same thing in college. Um, and I think uh, Mike is right here. Uh, he uses uh, the strengths of every player. And uh, Debo is a dual threat uh, wide receiver who can run and uh, catch the uh, ball. Uh, I think the next step would be he's passing the ball, but that would be really surprising. 
And do you think it's, you know, uh, now that we're kind of relying, are we, are we asking for trouble with, with, with injuries if we're relying on these people too much? As as far as injuries goes, I would I would say so far we've been actually pretty good with what we've been doing. Last year, a lot of our injuries are attributed to like more freakish uh, accidents uh, on the field that just were unavoidable. Like you saw Nick Bosa, for example, last year just tore something and that was it. Um, you know, I don't I don't know how much Debo Samuel gets hurt running the ball during the season. I mean, um, as far as how many games he misses on the average, but uh, so far this season, just looking at it. He's been doing pretty well. He's he's in the best shape that I've seen him in since he's been here. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're gonna always worry about injury, but at the end of the day, it's 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 just one of those things, man. You just hope it doesn't happen, and hopefully, we just continue to execute and just avoid that that injury bug because it sure has uh, plagued us, especially last year. Okay, uh, we'll go to uh, Wandy's question. Wandy, I'm going to ask you this question because you put it on the on the uh, group. Um, Will the Vikings game show our direction? <sighs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really think uh, that Vikings game is uh, showing our direction because um, we can go six and five and uh, we don't have much more hard opponents. I only see Tennessee and Cincinnati. All other opponents at the moment we should beat uh, what do you say, Mike? Yes, I, I agree. Um, at this point, I think every game is pivotal um, in terms of seeding because uh, I was looking at the NFL standings, and uh, when I was looking at it, I'm like, hmm, it'll be interesting to see if the Rams lose a couple more times. We're, we're talking about a, a seven seed. We might be able to move up higher, maybe to a fifth, if the Rams can continue to keep losing. Uh, so I'm not going to try to get too ahead of myself, but, yeah, this Minnesota game is actually pivotal. I mean – this can definitely help us in terms of our playoffs. So we have this is a must. Every game at this point to me is a must win, um, especially the Vikings game with them being in the NFC. So yeah, this is pivotal in my uh, humble opinion as well. I think from my perspective, I mean, it, it. One thing that I've kind of seen from this year is that when you think about some of the games that we've played, you think, oh, it's, yeah, that's that's a game we're going to win. That's a game we're going to win, but. To be honest, no, no real, you know, none of the games. I mean, the Colts game, realistically, I don't know how we lost that one. But and and you could say, arguably, you could say the the same thing against the Arizona game when we were playing kind of their backups. But I, I guess what the, the one thing that I'm kind of, you know, making a point of is that no no games are give it, uh, you know, a gimme if, if, if with any of these. So it'll be interesting to see, how, you know, how, how this game goes on Sunday. Uh, Kev Nalon, he asks. Um, how shot are everyone's nerves going to be when the game goes down to the last play from scrimmage as every other Vikings game has done this season? Guys, what do we think? I mean, was was that really what it, what it was like it went, when we when we were in the playoffs in 2020? Um I mean, uh when we played the Vikings the year we went to the Super Bowl, um we 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 put it on them. I mean, we pretty much dominated them from start to finish. We blew them out. Um, I'm not, as far as this year goes, um, it's just one of those games, man, where you really don't know what's going to happen, but the way we've been playing, I believe we'll win, but I think it's going to be a tougher game. I think both teams are kind of at a stretch of the season where they're playing their better football. Um, but you know, Minnesota might have some key injuries that I, I don't want to say key injuries, like I'm happy someone's hurt. Cause I'm not, 
But as far as key injuries, as far as their impact goes, Minnesota might have some players that might not be available Sunday. Uh, so we'll keep tab of that as the week goes. But I like our chances to beat Minnesota. We're at home, so home field is a good advantage. I mean, it hasn't been this year. Our record at home, we have a losing record. But the way we've been playing lately, I think home field can be an advantage now. Yeah, about that question, um, I have uh, started my own little tradition. I have uh, the game on one mo monitor, and on the other monitor, I have a computer game or so, because when I'm too much invested in the game, uh, my heart starts pounding, and that's not really good for my heart. <laughs> so I watch the game, but I try to keep me calm with the game, and uh, that's how I do every game. Otherwise... Otherwise, I would be much less nice after a game. <laughs> and I think you know there there are a few players, aren't there? I mean, I, I've I've actually got one a, 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 a um, Vikings player that I'm sure we're going to talk about in a little while. Justin Jefferson, the wide receiver, he's had quite a good you know year, and he's he's he seems to be doing a lot of things. But let's let's move on. Um, Simon Holdsworth. Um, seems like we've gone back to basics. Do we think this can get us to the playoffs? Absolutely. Um, great question, by the way, by everyone asking the question. We definitely appreciate it. Um, absolutely, we can make the playoffs. We're already in the seventh seed now. We just got to keep winning. And um, as far as being consistent, going to the basics, I agree. If we if we continue to be consistent across, you know, the offense, the defense, special teams, and especially the coaching, it's no reason why we, we can't win the majority of these games that are left. You know, um, we got to take one week at a time. But I, I, I'm I'm looking at today's this week's game, and I feel like I really like our chances to beat them if we play our brand of football. I feel like um, it doesn't matter what the other team does; it's about how we execute what we do and we dictate the game. So if we do what we're supposed to do, we literally can beat everybody on our schedule here on out. Okay. Okay. Um, we, we have got a few other questions, but I'm just going to we're going to have to move on quite soon to the the um, preview game against the Vikings. So I do apologize to all and thank you so much for all the other questions and everything. But Jason Argo asks, how do the other teams in the NFC view us? Do they see us as a threat? Guys, give us your give us the your, your opinions. I think it depends on the level of arrogancy the team has. Um But uh, I, I think at the moment, yes, um, the team got uh, stronger every game after Arizona kicked our butts with their um, backup QB. And yeah, I think uh, if we keep this momentum we have, yeah, they definitely see us as a threat. Uh, but as I said, it's, uh, it depends on how arrogant the team is. I don't see Aaron Rodgers, for example, sees anyone as a threat as compared to himself. Okay. Mike, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I personally think these guys are all professionals, so they're aware of what San Francisco can be when we're healthier, when we're playing our best football. Um, with, as far as teams in the NFC, um, I think matchup-wise, there are a lot of teams that wouldn't want to play us in the first round. Uh, I'm going to have a little different perspective about Green Bay. I do think Aaron Rodgers is a hell of a competitor. Sure, he's going to feel confident himself, but he knows the San Francisco 49ers has his number. Um, even though this year that they won by three, you know, we were certainly capable of winning that game. There's a lot of penalties I felt that were questionable, but outside of that, we are we historically have beaten Aaron Rodgers more so than him beating us. 
So I like our chances against Green Bay again if we see them in the future. And I, I really don't think that nobody wants to play a hot team that's coming off of a losing streak or started off sluggish. I don't think anyone would ideally want to play a wild card team like San Francisco. We have more talent. Our, our talent um, is not reflective of our record, even though they say you are what your record is. I feel like things are gelling more now. Uh, and uh, we catch somebody on the week. That's a bye. We're going to be a dangerous team to play in the first round. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Guys, uh, okay. one one question before we move on to the other game. Uh, what yeah. do you two think about the Funches, uh acquisition? Uh, could you be a little bit more specific just to make sure I'm, I'm understanding the question so I can answer it for you? Yeah. Can can he help us or uh, will he only be a practice squad addition uh, or will, will he have a chance to be activated? I heard from a Carolina fan, he could be quite a red zone threat. I think that, you know, my, my opinion is that we, we've got quite a solid, you know, from a receiving perspective, we've got quite a good solid kind of core at the moment. I think that obviously, you know, Brandon Ayuk is really kind of coming into his own. I, you know, he, he certainly has had a, the, the the latest game that he played is is one of the best that I think think he has schematically I think he he played really really well last game and that the same with Debo Samuel so I it's I, I mean looking at what I've heard and what I've read I think that he is going to be more of a practice member of the squad and everything I think obviously we're going to be reliant on Debo George Kittle and and Brandon Ayuk so I yeah I that's my my opinion but I, I I can't really see him that this guy I don't really think he's going to have much of an impact because I think you've got a lot of guys and obviously my opinion is I think that we're, we're pretty much sort of set at the moment with regards to it so we'll, we'll just have to see what happens and, and the way that he's played and everything so yeah that that's that's my opinion Mike what have you got any thoughts yeah we'll see it's funny because this time when we went to Super Bowl around this in the middle of the season we added uh Sanders, I believe, Emmanuel Sanders. And, uh, you know, it, it definitely helped us. But this is not the same. Uh, at that time, we had a lot of younger receivers. Now some of those younger guys are older, more experienced. So, you know, having a veteran is always a good thing. But I wouldn't expect him to come in here and, you know, <laughs> just be lights out, especially when we have a chemistry going. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, it's just one of those things time will tell. But uh, I do believe that our offense is built to have success no matter who we plug in. And um, I like what we have at our core right now. So, guys, we've got a game coming up on Sunday. Um, it's not a 9.25, um, 25, 25 past 9 um, time um, over here in the UK. Uh, 25 past 10, I believe, um, in, the, in Germany. Um, Mike, I guess for you it's uh, 4.25, is it? And then 1.25 in the afternoon over in on the West Coast. Is that is that right? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, we're going up against the Vikings. Um, the Niners lead the all-time series 24-23-1. Uh, the Niners winning the three of the last nine meetings overall, but 10 of the last 11 um, home matchups. The last meeting was a 27-10 to 10 win for the Niners in the divisional playoff game of 2020 in Santa Clara. And Tevin Coleman had 105 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're in a situation where we've got a totally different team 
realistically, haven't we? But guys, what 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 do we think? Is it going to be a very similar sort of match up and and a scoring perspective in terms of do you, do we think that we're going to have the same sort of score that we had in twenty twenty against against those Vikings? Um, as far as score prediction, it's going to be tough because um, I think. I think our team right now is just a little different than the team we had before. When we uh, played them in the playoffs, um, we had Raheem Mostert. He was huge in his running. So uh, depending on the the health condition of Mitchell um, and just seeing how how we maneuver with some of the injuries we still have right now, it'll be an interesting matchup. I do like our chances against Minnesota simply because they have Kirk Cousins. He's so inconsistent in my opinion. And he has games where he looks great, and he has games he looks very terrible. <laughs> so I like our chances with him because he's normally with big games, he doesn't play as well um, as he does with games that don't seem to have a lot of pressure. That's been his MO. So I, I still like our chances. I don't know if we blow them out like last time, but I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if we phys- out-physical them to where we handle them on the line of scrimmage with our offensive line and run the ball at will. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Okay. Wandy, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's a must-win game. We have we have to win this, uh, but it will be very hard. Uh, the Vikings have the same uh, chances to be in the playoffs as we do. Uh, we have the same record, and uh, I think uh, it's for them as as hard as for us to be in the playoffs at the moment. So that this will be a really hard game, and I think in the end, uh, every uh, part of our game has to work to uh, beat the Vikings, like it did uh, in the NFC uh, divisional game uh, in 2019. And it, it's very, it is a very similar game, isn't it? That we're we're playing. Um... To, to them you know they're they're very similar to to us we they've got their they've got their threats um you know obviously i've met, mentioned about jefferson he's he's a you know he's one of these deep threats and then you've you've there's a few others cousins is quite good and then you've got they've got their running back as well so yeah it could be it could go either way really isn't it i mean offensively the vikings are 13th in the nfl averaging 25.5 points per game and 7th in total yardage with an average of 387 yards per game. Um, the Niners sit 16th in the average in NFL, averaging 24 points per game and 13th in total at, at, at yardage at 359.3 per game. The Niners are eighth in the NFL in rushing yards, averaging 123 uh, per game on the ground and 15th in pass uh, passing yards with 236.1 per game on average. Defensively, the Vikings are 22nd in points allowed with 24 points per game and 28th. Okay. The Niners are 11 points allowed in 22.2 and sixth in total yards allowed 318.3. So they are better at a pass. uh, They are better at a pass defense, so could be interesting. But it's whether or not we get our running game going early, isn't it? I think that's the one thing that we need we need to kind of establish right from the get go. Um, so the Niners open as three point point favorites for for the game. Um, 
So yeah, what do we? Uh, what about score prediction, guys? What What do we think with regards to this? You know, it's it's really difficult giving score predictions because you're just like, man, this league is so much parody. You don't know who's going to show up. Um, I, I honestly, I might sound a little arrogant. I believe we can win by double digits. You know, with minimum Ooh. ten. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, Wandy, what's your thoughts on the score predictions? I say we win by one field goal by Robbie Gold. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, and what do you, do you think that? How do you think it will be when uh, you know you, being back at Levi? Do you think we're going to have the same sort of? Do you think there's going to be the same sort of atmosphere? Um, Mike, I understand you were at the uh, the Levi game earlier this year. How was it for you? You, you were there. You enjoyed it. You looked like it was a good time. You were on the uh, nine a row and everything else. How was it for you? Oh, man, I tell you, if anybody, if you have a chance to go to a Niner game in California, you have to do it. Uh, the fans there are the really – I can see why we're called the Niner faithful. Our fans show up and show out. I went to San Francisco earlier this month, and I saw our game in Jacksonville, so I went to both games in the same month. And out there in California – our fans are livid. They are extremely passionate. Yes, they will definitely show up. It will be 49er ready to go, dominated. Um, I believe the games, pretty much every seat was filled. Uh, they sell out. Um, we show up. So, yeah, we're going to be fine. Um, I'm not worried about Minnesota. I'm not worried about anybody, to be honest with you. Um, there's, I mean, the rest of our schedule, I, I, I believe, is winnable every game. Um, I believe we're better than Minnesota. So, I'm going to I'm going to believe we win by 10 plus. Okay. Okay. Awesome. All right. Okay, guys. Um so I think what we'll do is we'll go on to the 2 minute drill. Are you ready? Yes. Mm. <laughs> okay, 2 minutes on the clock. Here we go. Uh Wandy, are we a wolf in sheep's clothing or a sheep's in wolf clothing? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh I hope we're a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> Okay, Mike, can we maintain this form going into the Vikings game? Absolutely, we will. We will keep it up. I'm confident. Okay, Wandy, will our away team show up? Um, yeah, our, our away team or the Vikings? Uh, what do you mean at the moment? <laughs> yeah, that, I'm only reading off the question. So, uh, will our away team show up? I guess they're talking about the Niners away team. Then I say yes. Okay. Um, Mike, is Debo going to break the Jerry Seasons receiving yards re record? Oh, at the rate he's going, probably will. <laughs> okay. Wandy, do we think Coach has forgiven Ayuk as he seemed to be uh, uh, in his favour again? Um, I think yes. Okay. Uh, Mike, Trey Sermon got some time uh, again this week. Will he get a chance at running back? I wouldn't count on it. I mean, this season he's been very limited. He's only played mostly when we have injuries by attrition, so I, I wouldn't count on it. Okay. All right. Uh, Wandy, have we uh, finally seen our identity and will coach stick to it? Um, I hope so. Uh, Mike, uh, Bosa finally got a hold call. Will the refs continue to call holds against him? Oh, huh. uh, I, 
I don't, I, you know, if we have to put the game in the ref's hands, I'm going to say no. Um, I, I don't, I'm not optimistic that the refs will favor holding calls, you know, against Bosa, especially in games. So the refs have shown to be exactly what they are, uh, disappointing. So, no, I'm going to say no. Okay, and guys, we're, we're out of time. <laughs> well over time, I think. But thank you very much for uh, playing on the two-minute drill and everything. Okay, so um, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, thank you very much to um, Florida Mike for joining us tonight on the uh, th- this afternoon, your time. Um, and, Michael, it's always a pleasure to have you on the uh, podcast and everything. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, um, it's time to say goodbye, boys. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. And it was a pleasure. I hope I um, had the blessings to come back on and join you gentlemen again. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye, Wandy. Yeah, bye. And a shout out to all uh, German, American, and British Niners fans out there. Okay, awesome. Uh, well, guys, thank you very much. Thank, thank you to everyone that's listened tonight. And um, we'll, we'll hopefully get back to some level of normality. Uh, we wish Cat well. But apart from that, let's go Niners. And uh, look forward to hearing from you, listening to your questions. And thank you for maintaining that and also for all the game day threads. Let's go Niners.